You're listening to the Battery Listening Podcast, episode 15, cover songs for October 12th, 2006. episode of the Bad Religion Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike. You can find this podcast's website with the other 14 episodes in their descriptions at brpodcast.blogspot.com, and you can email me directly at brpodcast at gmail.com. That song you just heard to lead off the podcast was an acoustic version of You that I received from Thomas. You may be wondering why this podcast started with a cover, although you probably aren't. Nevertheless, I doom all of you to find out the answer in just a few seconds. This week's episode is all about cover songs. So, in a few seconds, you'll be hearing not only other bands playing Bad Religion songs, but Bad Religion playing other bands' songs. So, let's get things started right away with a cover that Bad Religion did of a song called Hurry Up Harry by a band called Sham69. Here goes. Another one? Yeah. Did you recommend? 
one of our favorite bands, Channel 69. But uh, we don't really know it, but it goes something like this. Once again, that was a song called Hurry Up Harry, originally by Sham69. The next song up isn't really a bad religion song, or even a song being performed by the band. Rather, it is a cover of the song Go On Your Own Way by NoFX that Greg Graffin happens to be singing the duet part on. It's almost funny to listen to the difference between the singing of Graffin and Fat Mike. Speaking of Fat Mike, I found out through iTunes spiffy What Are Other Subscribers of the Bad Religion Podcast Listening To feature that Fat Records has its own podcast. Well, in the second episode of that show, Fat Mike takes a little bit of time to talk about Bad Religion's Live at the Palladium DVD. Let's take a listen to what he says about it. What do you got now? I'm going to play a DVD right now. Do you guys have your screen? Can you check this out? Are you, can, you, can you see a DVD on this podcast thing? No, but hey. You can listen though, right? Yeah. All right, well, this is a, a Bad Religion song off their new DVD. It's pretty awesome. I can't say enough good things about the DVD. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Sounds like a good time, though. Well, I was drinking whiskey and sitting by myself naked. So it was a good time, you know? <laughs> Checking out Greg Graffin. <laughs> Racket, what was that? Wasn't that Hello. one back in 81 footage? Yeah, 81 footage. No, but this song is new. It's Greg Graffin playing piano. It's called Cease. It's off Grey Race, their most underrated album. So here it is. Here's the last song on our podcast. I'll play our little outro song first because Me and Floyd Me and Floyd on And Eric that. Melvin <laughs> Oh yeah, let's just do that verse <laughs> Me and Floyd And Eric Melvin <laughs> Forget this song Good stuff, but not quite the caliber of the content you'll find on yours truly's prestigious podcast. I mean, the Fat Records podcast is no cold as a clay podcast, but it doesn't reach the constant, unyielding level of greatness that this show maintains week in and three weeks out. Anyways, let's take a listen to Go On Your Own Way by NoFX and Greg Graffin.
Let's switch things up a bit and now play another band's version of a Bad Religion song. This song is by the band Drawbreaker and, surprisingly, is a song off of Into the Unknown, Chasing the Wild Goose. I saw this posted on YouTube a few days ago, and I was actually trying to find this song since someone posted in the comments for the Into the Unknown section that Jawbreaker used to do a cover of this song, so it was to my great delight that I found this posted on YouTube a few days ago. The song quality isn't that great, but bear with me. How often do we hear a cover of an Into the Unknown song that isn't on the Punk Religion album? Not often, that's how often. Anyways, here is Jawbreaker performing Chasing the Wild Goose live in 1992. popular band to do a Bad Religion cover was the Swedish band No Fun At All. They are actually one of my favorite bands, and you can clearly hear the Bad Religion influence in their songs. This influence is clearly not coincidental, as the band played a version of Best For You live a few years ago. Here's that version now.
out from under the covers <laughs> and into this week's news. Well, Better Religion has just wrapped up their Canada tour. As Brooks promised a few weeks back, the band has been playing some of the more neglected songs off of Recipe for Hate and Stranger Than Fiction on this tour. Songs like Skyscraper, Leave Mine to Me, What It Is, Watch It Die, and The Handshake have been put back in the rotation after a few years of seeing no live love from the band. Unfortunately, it looks like my favorite neglected song from Recipe, Don't Pray On Me, hasn't been resurrected yet on this tour. Maybe someday, maybe someday. C1 Delta Y from the Bad Religion Sharing Club was kind enough to share the recording he made of the band's gig in Toronto. Here's a version of Sowing the Seeds of Utopia, the first no-substance song they've played since 2002 or so from that show.
In other news, Jay has done a few new interviews on this tour, but none of them have been really too substantial. Basically, he reiterated what he said on this show in the spring about the direction of the band's new album returning to what it means to be a human on the planet Earth in the year 2006. That's pretty much it for this week's news. I imagine we'll start hearing a lot more about the band's new album in the coming weeks and months as the band returns home and presumably finishes writing and recording it. The next song up isn't really a Bad Religion song, or even Bad Religion playing someone else's song, but rather is a song called Mr. Brett, Please Put Down Your Gun by the band H2O. It appeared as the 96th track on Short Music for Short People. Basically, it's a song about Brett killing the band H2O. Here goes. Mr. Brett, please put down your gun! Mr. Brett, please put down your gun! Uh, we were just came, dude. However, oh, he's coming in here. Oh, shit! He really yeah. does have a gun! Get out of here! No, seriously, he's aiming the gun at us. It's only a joke! No, Brett! Brett! No, shit! Brett! No! Um, you guys are a little flat. Let's move on to another song about Mr. Brett, except this one being a little more cutting. This is a song by the band Snot that is simply titled Mr. Brett. It was written in 1997 and is more than a little critical of Brett and the pop-punk fad that the band believed Brett was a big part of in starting. I'll play the song now and then go over some of the more striking lyrics for those of you that missed them.
So that was the band Snot playing their song Mr. Brett. Before I get into the lyrics, permit me to rant for a moment. Why is it that all lyric sites seem to have the exact same content, as in the songs all have the same errors, the same type of advertisements, and the same awful layouts? It's very frustrating when looking up lyrics for a song like this. I suspect there is some sort of grand conspiracy afoot. Anyways, Snot's song paints Brett as not a real punk. In fact, they see Brett as actively working to destroy the punk scene by raising the fee that Epitaph charges punk bands for producing their albums. The irony of the beginning of this song is it is actually quite similar to the lyrics in the autobiographical Brett songs like Forbidden Beat, Billy, and 21st Century Digital Boy. Brett is born in the middle class, yeah, all you had to do was ask. The current Brett is described as, You think you're still part of the scene, nail painted black, hair dyed green, for you this midlife crisis has come on strong. Brett is also seen as taking credit for the success of the bands that he signed, rather than those bands being the reason why he is successful. So you can take that song for what it's worth. Personally, I think that this song was a byproduct of the end of the punk rock fad, and many people were looking for someone to blame. Brett, who obviously played a part in making, quote, corporate punk popular, was an obvious target of a song like this. Basically, I can see both sides of the argument, but it's really not something that is very relevant today. But let's stay on the Mr. Brett topic for one more song. The next song up is called Punk Rock Academy by the one-man band Adam and His Package. This song contains the line, Chris Jensen's teaching science and he's still running Mountain, and we fired the guy from Bad Religion because he sold punk rock out. While it seems to be in the same vein as the previous song, a comment on the answer reveals that Adam, as always, was being tongue-in-cheek in this song, slightly making fun of the die-hard punk mantra of doing things like never buying anything with a UPC. So, here is Punk Rock Academy by Adam and his Package. I was fighting the mold in the bowl with my pee when a thought popped into my brain. If all of us hated high school so much, why was nothing ever changed? So I called Brian up with my plan of red hot. We got a private institution in the name of punk rock. We got some dope men running in our own private road. And sick, sick, sick for a radio snow zone. I dreamed when I was in high school that I attended the punk rock academy. Oh, 
With all that discussion of Brett selling punk rock out, it's only natural to bring up the most commercially successful epitaph band, The Offspring. Bad Religion and The Offspring have had a pretty tumultuous relationship over the years, with Brett essentially accusing the band of ripping off Bad Religion on their first major label album. But this bad blood doesn't mean that Bad Religion has never played any Offspring songs. Here's Bad Religion's rendition of whatever song has a line, gotta keep them separated. I got it. Okay, so maybe they only put a whole riff from that song, but uh, it's something. However, the band did manage to do a full cover of the Offspring song, The Kids Aren't Alright. The song even appeared on the Japanese version of The Process of Belief. Mysteriously though, they changed the title to Shattered Faith. Not sure what's up with that. Regardless, here's Bad Religion's version of The Kids Aren't Alright.
Man, was that some quality humor. For those of you who didn't get the joke, that was Shattered Faith, a process of belief B-side that essentially became a B-side because it sounded too much like the kids aren't alright. Let's keep the humor coming in the podcast with another installment of Not So Bad Religion Banter. This week's Not So Bad Religion Banter comes from the Reverb Show. Let's listen to it now. Just out of uh, interesting curiosity, how many of you out there are in a uh, band of some sort? All right, uh, any ska bands? A few of them, all right. Any uh, punk rock bands by any chance? A few of them, all right. And uh, let's see how many brave metalers we have. Any heavy metal bands? <laughs> Surprise. Those guys are the bravest ones in the house, I tell you. And I admire that individuality. Okay, now aside from the band members, how many people uh, go to school of some, in some kind of... And uh, anybody uh, have a job or something they go to? Hey, you know, this has been pretty consistent all across the country. About 60% of us do absolutely nothing but sit on, sit on the couch and watch TV every night. Let's now play one of the more controversial covers of a Bad Religion song out there, a version of American Jesus played by the band Simple Plan. Personally, I don't see what the uproar is about the band playing this song. It's not like they don't have the right to play it. Saying that certain bands aren't punk enough to play a song, in my opinion, really goes against the notion of unity that you hear about so often in punk rock. But anyways, here's a live version of Simple Plan playing American Jesus that I found on YouTube. This song changed our lives. It means a lot to us. And if you don't know it, you should know it. Go get the CD right now. Go get the CD. This is a song called American Jesus by Bad Religion. Let's go!
So, if you haven't turned off the podcast in disgust yet, that was Simple Plan playing American Jesus. But just to make sure that you do in fact turn off the podcast in disgust, here's a version of Heaven is Falling recorded by the Ataris, presumably in a bathroom, that appeared on the first Rock Against Bush compilation. It is highly unlikely that there were large stockpiles of deployed, militarized, chemical and biological weapons there. As I walk beneath the valley, I shall fear no evil. Cause thanks to King George and his rainbow cabinet, today murder is legal. God, I know that it's wrong to kill my brother for what he hasn't done. And as the flames black in the sky, it sounds like heaven is falling.
highly unlikely. It's highly unlikely. It's highly unlikely. We'll now take a short intermission so that our more hardcore listeners' eardrums can recover. To help them do so, here's 30 seconds of the most hardcore songs that I could find, all mixed together and cranked way up. Welcome back! I hope that everyone's ears have now readjusted to their normal states. Getting back to the show, one of the most famous covers of a Bad Religion song was done by the band Sublime. Their album, 40 Ounces of Freedom, contains a very good cover of We're Only Gonna Die, which they call We're Only Gonna Die From Our Own Arrogance. I have a version of Sublime playing this song for the last time ever, but the quality of that show isn't so great. Instead, here's the band playing the song live on 420 in 1995. Whatever. Shit's already gone already.
So that was Sublime performing We're Only Gonna Die. Let's now move into the listener interaction section of the show. Last week's clips I felt were a little easier than the previous week's clips, which was proven by two people getting all five of the clips correct. Here are the clips and their answers from last week for those of you who missed them. Number one. That was Watch It Die. Number two. That one was All Fantastic Images. Number three. That was Evangeline. Number four. That one was part three. Number five. And that one was the B-side off of Stranger Than Fiction, Markovian Process. Congratulations to Matt and Francois for getting all five of them correct. Perhaps you too can have your name said in next week's listener interaction section if you were able to successfully guess the following clips. Number one! Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five! Again, but with feeling. Number one! Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five! So send your guesses to brpodcast at gmail.com. Before moving on to the next song, I'd like to share a pretty cool email I got a few weeks ago about how someone got into bad religion. Here goes. I was in the 7th grade, must have been about 92. This was, of course, way before the iPod, pre-listening to songs on the internet, or easy CD copying. I was at the local skate spot in Gothenburg, Sweden, complaining about how unhappy I was with the music I listened to. I liked the melody of the Ramones, the attitude of the Dead Kennedys, and the speed of Megadeth, but something was missing. A guy I didn't know very well said I could come back to his place and borrow a stack of records. I would start working through them, still quite unhappy. Most of it was of the punk persuasion, like exploited, GBH, misfits, and suicidal tendencies. None of it really did much for me. The last record, and I was getting very discouraged by then, was Generator. It didn't take more than 30 seconds for me to fall in love. For weeks, I listened to nothing else, finally recording it over whatever was on the other side of the tape as well, since I was always rewinding it all the time anyhow. For whatever reason I didn't get the song Generator on my tape, the CD player on my stereo must have skipped when I was recording it or something. Until this day, about 15 years later, that album still starts with too much to ask for me. Generator doesn't even feel like a true bad religion song. Generator is still my favorite record all time, all categories. I managed to acquire recordings of No Control Against the Grain and Suffer a few months later, more or less making my life complete. Anyhow, I'll conclude my unsober rambling with a challenge. Have you ever, anywhere, came across a worse recording of a bad religion song? 
These two tracks were recorded in a guy's basement with the band I was in at the time called Curb Grind with a crappy tape recorder. We were practicing for a band competition where the prize was getting to open for Dia Salma, probably the biggest Swedish punk band at the time. Believe it or not, we won. Well, I don't actually have that song to play for you guys, but if you really want to hear some particularly awful Bad Religion songs, just do a little search on YouTube for Bad Religion covers. If you have a particularly interesting Bad Religion story and don't mind it being shared on the show, send it to me at brpodcast at gmail.com and I'll share it on a future episode. Alright, let's move on to the next song. This one is a cover of the song Louie Louie that the band played in the early 80s. It appeared on the Rock and Roll 7-inch bootleg along with Riding the Storm Out and Johnny Be Good. Here goes. We're doing what we want tonight. Any of you guys could see. Thank you very much. Thank yourselves. I want to hear a big hand for all these background singers. 
The next song up is a pretty crazy cover of one of the least popular Bad Religion songs out there, The Positive Aspects of Negative Thinking. This song, written by Jay, is poking fun at the songs written by Greg and Brett that at the time were using increasingly more sophisticated and difficult words. Jay takes the SARS rock to the extreme here with lines like, The swath endogenous of ourselves will be our quandary. The end of the song, in my opinion, is actually very good and sums up a lot of what the band is saying in only a few lines. Anyways, here is The Positive Aspect of Negative Thinking by Juan Luis Gomez. Let's gather like another episode of the Bad Religion Podcast is drawing to a close. I'd like to thank everyone for their continued listening to the show and for all the positive and not-so-positive responses I've received from it. Remember, if you have any comments, you can send them directly to me at brpodcast at gmail.com or you can be a man about it and post them for everyone to see at our website, brpodcast at blogspot.com. The first of the two outro songs this week is a song that I'm not actually convinced is performed by Bad Religion. Supposedly this is a version of Problems, a Sex Pistols song, played during a show at 924 Gilman Street in the late 80s by the band. However, even when you adjust the pitch for the singer, he still doesn't sound very much like Greg. It's possible that Greg just does a convincing high-pitched British accent, but it's also possible that this song was just mislabeled. But let you guys be the judge. The last song this week is a song called Triple by the Bad Religion tribute band Generator. This is actually a medley of three Bad Religion songs, Change of Ideas, Flat Earth Society, and Walk Away. This band was actually supposed to be recording a new record, but I haven't seen them post anything on their website in a while. Anyways, thanks again for listening. I'll be back with another new episode in about two weeks. Also, don't bother sticking around after the songs for tour dates, as there aren't any in the near future. Anyways, here is Problems followed by Triple by Generator. Do it.
thank you very much. It just came to us. I don't know what happened. Well, the streets will all be brawl, the fears will wash away. And the palaces now stand where the gods will live. And time we are ahead, must blame the only goons. What is to admit, what it is we have to lose. Millennia's coming, the modern age is here. It sacrifices the future. What we don't need is a change over here When we are scared we can't hide in our reference What do we need is a change over here Change over here, change over here What we need now is a change over here Sometimes. 
Father, weather.